Welcome to Toffee TV, the podcast episode 13. And lucky for Sam. They all seem to be unlucky for us. Yeah. For once oh, since we started the podcast. The, the energy. The energy from <laughs> the right and left flank here. It's like watching Everton with half an hour to go. No energy from Andy, even less from Ped. I mean, boys. I use all my energy for Edo City talk. Th- yeah, well, there you go. At least we know where your priorities yeah, lie. Again. Hoddersall beats it out of me. He wasn't even there, so. <laughs> I mean, what does that say? I mean, and Summers was there, wasn't he? There you go. And Summers. <laughs> you know the reference. I'm all day. I'm all day with it. Um, Where'd you get to let, Let's move on. You need to explain it. You have to explain it. It ain't funny. Yeah, let's funny. move. I, I've got it. And it was yeah, good. Yeah, and so was everybody listening and watching, apart from Big my man with no energy on the right flank. Um, let's get into it. Sunday, Tottenham game, Goodison Park. Does the performance after everything that happened really matter? Now, it does for me, but I can't really bother talking about the performance in the sense that it was a bad game. But what happened with the referee, unfortunately, Andre Gomez, completely overshadowed the game. So if it was just a game, you consider you go, Everton were rubbish, Tottenham mm. were poor. It was a bad game. There's no real, no real great chances. And but then you, from the flip side, you go, our oh, best midfielder got you know, hacked down, tackled, broke his, broke his ankle. Then you've got the referee who clearly is blind, and VAR can't afford camera angles that Sky have got, which is bizarre because shouldn't the FA have more camera angles than the company providing the television? Just it was embarrassing for it was it was an embarrassing game for English football really. It was like if you're if you're like in. You know, Germany watching that game, you think, oh, our referee isn't as bad as, bad as this. But at least they know what's going on. They clearly don't know what's going on. They tell you, Liam Ball, if it was the other way around, Tottenham would have got that penalty. I have no doubt in my mm. mind they wouldn't have looked for an excuse not to give that penalty. The whole, the whole thing, the whole afternoon was shambolic from start to finish. The game was, you know, the kicked off, there was low tempo. From both sides, both sides looking early on like they'd made a pack not to lose. Well, it was the let's please draw game, wasn't it? That's what it looked like. There was no uh, the crowd are quiet, but there will be when the game's awful. Mm. And everything about it just seemed it was just a weird, it was just a strange game. It was like you were always waiting for something to happen in the game. And I mean, game wise, not VAR or not injuries, or but neither team really caught light. And it, Spurs only really had Harry Kane missing, and Everton. I thought the manager went I, with the team. Most I of thought it was come. just from the football side of things. I thought it was a very sort of typical November kind of game where actually these games just go under the radar. And <clears throat> two teams, Spurs have played a lot of games already. Everton have played more games than they normally do because we're actually in the quarter final of the League Cup. And it just felt like two teams that have just just were there just to pick up a point, just see the game out and, and get on with it. And and without being, I think for, sometimes we fall into the habit of thinking that football team should entertain us. They don't. They shouldn't. Mm. And we don't always want them to entertain. If that makes sense. We just want them to do a job. Mm. And there's times when you just want your team to do a job. Um, it's not always easy when both teams want to just do the same job, but just get a draw. But it was everything else that went went along with it. And um, the VAR stuff was just just. Absolutely, it's so, funny in a way. If it wasn't us, you'd laugh. But no, it's it's us, it was the laugh. first time where where I've had, we've had VAR issues where you go, "Oh, this is, oh, this is that decision's crap, and this decision's crap." It was actually the first game 
And it was probably the first game that I've actually been to where it's been used that much. Mm-hmm. And it was the first time we, first time I've actually gone. This is actually spoiling the game. This is actually causing the environment that I'm, I'm in to, to to change. Out of you know, you you have decisions in a game which obviously referees make mistakes or linesmen make mistakes, and it, and it can sometimes get the crowd going. But when you're just sitting there going, what is the point? What is the point of football if this is the way we're heading? Where you've been given actually a tool to make the game essentially better, mm-hmm. and you've you're making the game worse, and that that doesn't happen in that doesn't happen in many fields, does it? Really, where you're given something that is five you, minutes just to get a decision, five minutes. Well, it's not even that though. It's decisions that you don't know what the decision is for, and you you, you know you you see it afterwards or you get on social media to find out what it, what it is. Why couldn't <clears throat> Everton? Put up check and handball. Why could that not be on the, the re- so people know? Yeah, we were sat there going, What's happening here? Well, we obviously knew when some went down that they were checking for a penalty because of the way he dived, mm. but that went on too long. And then the referee like motions Jordan Pickford to take the free kick because it's he, he, Everton got a free kick. And then, as he's about to hit the ball, stops him mm. while he checks something else. You then said, you know, later on that apparently they told the referee they had a different angle to look at it. And then when they looked at it from the different angle again, they realised it was a dive again. So why wasn't Sun then booked for diving? Which, as Peds rightly said in the final word, would then have stopped him running after Andre Gomez and throwing a needless, reckless challenge in. Now, and he would have been sent off anyway. Even if he did make that sack, because he would have got a second jello, which is no. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. So would have stopped him. He wouldn't have done yeah. it because he'd have been thinking if I get if this is a buffing, whatever. But that's by the by. The VAR stuff is nonsense. The penalty, the Deli Alley handball. You'd only need to look at that twice to see it's Do a penalty. The problem is right. End off. Five years ago, that wouldn't have been a penalty. Realistically, it wouldn't because he's not looking at the ball. It's he's not intentionally gone with mm. his hands. But based on the rules that were set down in the Champions League final, by the way, if the ball hits your hand in the box, it's a penalty. I think that's always a penalty. I don't think no, how that can't be a penalty in any world. I think with Andy, what Andy's saying is it's ball to hand. In his no, but but I think the thing why it wouldn't have been a penalty was he doesn't look at the ball. Nobody seen it. No, not even that hand. Nobody seen no, it. No, that's that's true. So that's would have gone as he edited it. The referee just motioned for a corner, yeah. didn't he? So it's only if Sky would have picked it up after the game. We would just yeah, it. Sky would have looked at it and gone. Could Everton have had a penalty? <laughs> and we'd have all gone. Look, the hell it is. His hand out. Yeah. No one's seen that. But you isn't that what VAR is exactly yeah, for? Yeah. Because it's in the game VAR. It, it, it ruins the perspective of the game because after the game you oh, we could have had the you know, Andy, Andy within 15 seconds of seeing the replay did you know it was a penalty yes or not yes I would have given a penalty right so because the, the angle the only question is the only question is why haven't he given it then because he didn't have the angle to see he was on board no but you could I've, I've seen it I've seen it from three different oh, angles but he had an angle to show that he on board that's not the question they know and they, on... as they, they said this is, no, but they know this he on board because they must have been rolling through the, the rule book while they were on the, the mic to Martin yeah. Atkinson going oh god we don't want to give a penny yet. yeah that's and what then, it was, Atkinson, there was does, anyone have a clue? does anyone have a clue and then they come back and they were like oh he was under pressure which is not a real bad it word, isn't a real if anything unless someone grabs the hand and whacks the ball if anything every angle shows he on balls it I think they're looking they... for a push, and that's what they're looking for. They can't find a push. They're looking for a yeah. push, and they can't find it. It's a non. It's it a, a challenge. There was a fair challenge by both players going for it, and he put his hand up and It's not something that's it. You see him on balling. See him on last Williams, night in the Champions League. Ajax Chelsea. The yeah. ball gets smacked in his hand, and it's a it's stand by his side, and, and he gives a penalty, and he gets sent off. Like run around, and he gets sent off. 
it's so it's it's nonsense. There it's was that which was just which was a stonewall penalty which the the somehow contrived not he to didn't give. Even check Charleston's one. The Charleston one. Did check it? Did he check it? The Charleston one's a stonewall penalty. Stonewall. Why did he check as much as sons? <laughs> Yeah. Like, well, that's the thing, isn't it? Is that we knew we penalty. knew Sons was getting checked. We yeah. knew Richard. Well, we didn't know whether Richarlison was I think getting they would checked. Check it, but yeah. And that was should. a stonewall penalty. So they somehow have so, come out the game, deciding not to award Everton a penalty the week after awarding a non-penalty against Everton at Brighton and ignoring a stonewall penalty for Everton at Brighton with Richarlison. So it just made the mockery of it. It it takes two. It, I reckon thirty seconds. With TV, you've seen a replay three yeah, times. Yeah. If you if it isn't clear and obvious that there's a reason not to give, they could have looked at that and gone, "It's it's his hand." Let's see it one more time. Like there's no clear two hands in his back. It's a penalty. But what and that job is done. Like you were saying there though, on the handball, is that no one's seen the handball, so someone must have seen the handball on the mm, VAR course, to say it's handball. Cool yeah. So if you've seen it and it's VAR, what are you looking uh, and it's handball on the VAR? What are you looking for? But even so, that's what I'm saying. So you look yeah. and go, right? That's it. His hand. Is there a clear and obvious push? No, there isn't, yeah. and that tells you within two or three times you're looking at it, right? Martin Atkinson, that's a penalty to Evan handball by number twenty, Deli Alley. Penalty, the referee goes like that, penalty, and it's done. Yeah. And you, you keep on changing. What I love about it is though, the, and this is the funniest thing, is that we've got VAR, we've got technology, and yet a decision has been overturned after the game. How does that, that work? Game, yeah. How does that Which work when you've got technology to overturn a decision at the game? The problem with the, 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 the something with overturning is that Martin Atkinson got a yellow card because he was terrible. Got a yellow card out to Buckham, didn't he? And then once he's seen, oh, bad, unfortunately, badly, and Andre Gomez was injured, he changed it to a red card. That's allowed. He? That's a rule. But as I didn't know that. that that's was a rule. Yeah. He explained to me today. Now I thought that's what that, I think that's unfortunately swayed the situation because they've seen that there's a visual of the referee with the yellow card in his hands. What it swayed is it swayed the. The the um, the public outcry or the professional outcry from fellow professionals or ex-professionals that oh you can't have this you can't have every single challenge oh well, that means that if you bring someone down and they just happen to it was a reckless challenge if they happen to fall over and hurt themselves then it's a then it's then it's a then it's a sending off no no there's a difference there's a difference you bring someone down on the halfway line and they get back up again there's there's no consequence to your foul. What what the rule says, and this is why he sent him off, was there was a consequence to what he did. Yeah. The consequence led to to Andre Gomez's foot being the other way to what it should have been. That was the consequence. That and and there's a rule for that. Um, if he'd done his job and booked him, it wouldn't have happened. Mm. But the simple fact is, when he looked at his foot, this is where people don't understand maybe the rules, and I didn't understand the rules till after till I'd seen it and heard it. People are saying you can't give a red card based on the injury. Well, actually, you can, mate. It's a rule. You can, and you should. You should. Of if course, so, you if, should. Uh, it becomes an impact thing. Then it, it doesn't well, look bad, but there's an impact. A couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. we were doing, we were sitting down and we were doing whatever show we were doing, and we were talking about the Newcastle game against the uh, against Last week, uh, Wolves yeah. and how they play. Longstaff have been yeah. sent mm-hmm. off, and we looked at it, and, and you know, Baz was saying, "Oh, it's not a sending off." And I looked, I looked at him, and went, "Hang on, he's not in control, is he?" Mm-hmm. So therefore, that's the rule. He's not in control. Yeah. Some wasn't in control. Yeah, he's off his face. Once he decided to jump in, that whatever happened next. And it's not an accident because an accident is when when a collision, a collision of of of, of Heads, yeah, it's, it, you know an accident is something where neither party meant it. One party in this meant to file the it's other. Therefore, whatever happens next, and this is what I'm saying about not being in control. If you jump in for a tackle, and you and suddenly you you're in the hands of you know gravity and Isaac Newton, then it's over because whether you end up 
hitting that person and you damage them or not. That that you're not deciding that the factors of of gravity and everything else are deciding that, and it's the same with this. No, the thing is, why hasn't Sergio been pulled up when he went over the top of his ankle for the second challenge? Well, that, to so me, you, you pulled Suns, whatever, yeah. right? But then you Sergio comes in with a following mm. when the ball's gone, and basically it's an. If he didn't break his ankle with the, when his foot was tackled by Sun, his ankle would definitely been uh, broken with that. The problem with that one is, is that I think I. I I think he genuinely is going in for a challenge. He goes high though. I've, I'll be honest, I've not really watched it. No, it I goes, can't really bring this. He's, he's above his can't Martin Clappenberg. I don't think Mark, anyone else Mark, wants to watch it. Mark Clappenberg said there were two red cards. Should have been yeah. two red cards. Been he been said Sun was a red card because of for all the reasons you've just said. He endangered an opponent. There's no getting out of it. And he said, says Aurier went over the top of the ball, and that's a red card. Yeah, he said, yeah. Tottenham should have been down to nine men. Everton should have had two penalties. This is Mark Clattenburg, by the way. Everton should have had... when he gives red cards Exactly, <laughs> two penalties. So what's happened is we've got a situation where we are the team that's harshly done to at the end of the game. And our reward for being Everton is that this Tottenham player that's inflicted the injury on Andre Gomez has his red card removed, and we don't have two stonewall penalties given the week after... We're robbed, absolutely robbed by corrupt officials in, well, Lee Mason, basically, who decided that Brighton's other penalty, which wasn't, and Richarlison's, which was a Stonewall penalty, wasn't given. So you can only now take from that there's an agenda against Everton for whatever reason. <coughs> With Father, and this is what I... When a, when a referee's on the pitch and it's just their decision, you could go, that's human error. Mm, yeah. So the bias, yeah. then, you, there's a, there's a, you, you can get round bias by saying... He might not have seen yeah, it, yeah, yeah. but when they're in there, it's really bias can come into play more because they can. go, "I'm going to find something." In. I'm not saying they are. I'm just saying. There's well, it potential. seems like. Well, that. Let's be honest. It's a money game. There's there's always potential when there's a lot of money on the table, betting wise, because betting companies involved in football heavily. TV wise, they want the best teams to be and the best viewed teams to be top of the league. There's it's open to bribery and it's open to bias. But the problem is though, the problem, and I don't even know to bias is, but um, it sounds like a Tory. Um, what I would say is though, and again, the only factors come into play, you're absolutely right, but it, it's how, it's it's what it's whatever the narrative is yeah. and it's whatever narrative people decide to go down, right? And we don't, we get, so, so the RA thing, right, it hasn't been highlighted and I think it's simple reason is no one wants to rewatch that video, yeah. right? And yeah. I understand that, I understand that. But it's like the Sun situation with with not being booked. No, why why isn't anybody genuinely gone and looked back at the dive? Because it's either a penalty or it's a dive, right? And it's not a penalty because the camera angle shows from behind. I mean, Carragher was laughing in the face of Louis Sahar in the studio after the game, laughing in his face, like literally cutting cutting across other people talking and laughing at him. Because he was saying, there's a video there that shows there is no contact. And yet you're saying there's contact. Because what Luis Sahar is doing is what all old professionals say, so or any is. professionals, is they back... the. the it's that idea of they're entitled to go down. Whereas VR, I suppose, have, is now eradicates that for a start. And Jamie, Jamie Carragher is sitting here just laughing at him. Because you can see there's no contact. So if there's no contact and a player does the old VAR dive, again, in the hands of Isaac Newton. But again, gravity doesn't work on professional footballers. Gravity brings you, takes you down, but professional footballers jump up. That's a dive, right? But he isn't booked. But I've not heard one person, not one person in the media, or one ex-professional, when they're asked about, son, he's not that kind of player. Or he, he, oh, he will have you... I've not heard one of them say, why wasn't he booked for a dive? He dived. 
that if he, and like we've just said, if he if he gets booked for that, he doesn't do that. Why hasn't anyone pulled Atkinson up on that and said, why aren't you booking him for diving? The information is all there, and this is what you've just said. You can choose to use that information any way you want, but you can't anymore because it's black and white with VAR. Mm. You're given a decision to make, and he makes it, but he ignores the bit about diving. How we how how are we ever going to get rid of? How are we ever going to help help referees and VAR referees out if we're not eradicating diving? Mm. We've seen it with the one in Brighton. If that lad doesn't jump ten foot in the air, they ain't they ain't getting that. If we've seen the Johnny Evans one, we've seen the Origi one, we're seeing them all the time. These dives, these platoon type jumps up in the air, are making the decision harder for for the VAR people. But when it's black and white, you make a decision that it's not a penalty, then it's a dive. That's the only that's the only conclusion you can come up with. Because if there's a because con- if Mina if there's contact there, because let's get it right again, Mina's out of control there. He's fallen over and he's just basically in the hands of the wet grass. He falls he falls over and if he touches him, that's a penalty. Mm-hmm. It's a penalty. And he doesn't touch him. So it's oh, the only conclusion you come to is a dive. So it's a yellow card, but he hasn't given it. So there's your narrative already. When the when when Sun jumps in, straight away, oh God, didn't mean that, blah, blah, blah. Next minute you've got it comes out, oh, Seamus Coleman went in to see him. Oh, it must he must be in a terrible way. Tottenham are like, I'm gone. Get that out. Get that out as much as possible. Get round. I've seen it today. Harry Kane, we were doing whatever uh, we can do what all we can for Sun. And yet last night, Tottenham put a tweet out with four pictures of Sun looking very happy. But it doesn't matter that he's happy or not. He's in a nice environment. He's playing football. He's got his mind off it. Why are they putting pictures out of him? What What is that saying? What no, that's saying to no, me is shown. They've got no class. What they're saying to me is, we got away with it, lads. Let's laugh in Everton's face. Do you know what I mean? Or let's laugh. It's not even Everton's face because I, I said this. I'm saying this the other day, uh, yesterday. We got the benefit. We got twenty minutes odd minutes with Tottenham being to da- down yeah, to ten men, and I would minutes. rather have Tottenham down to ten men for twenty minutes. Then them not be down to ten men, and then you you get a retrospective man afterwards. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't benefit us. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did get we did get the benefit. It's the whole thing is it doesn't matter now whether he's banned or he isn't. No, they've no. made the decisions. Affect us. It's just another smack in the face for Everton. That's that's the way I look at it. it regardless of of whether some plays or not and, and and whatever, it's just the fact that it's it's almost like it's in plain sight now. There's that many things stacking up against Everton in plain sight. Mm. And this is the one thing that I thought VAR would eradicate. I thought VAR would eradicate that that element in my mind. Because I've been, for years, I've known that the Premier League is corrupt. And you can tell, because you'd be a fool to think anything otherwise. It's a billion pound industry. Where there's money, there's corruption. End of story. Whatever way you look at it, however you want to look at it. And I thought that VAR would mean that referees would be more careful about being blatant for one team over the other, particularly one team in particular over the other. But it hasn't. It's almost like it's made it ten times worse. So now it's now it seems like they actually don't care. You don't care how bad it looks. They don't care how blatant their favouritism is or their whatever their directive is to punish some teams and allow others to get away with it and that's the thing that is turning a lot of people off I think what with VAR I think when I, when VAR came in I was like this is going to be great because I was thinking it was because it's such a money in the side I thought one day you're going to get someone suing 
mm. the Premier League because the referees cost them, sent them down. Cost they them should them. do. But what's happened is VAR now is basically just a, a put up from to say we check everything. There's no, there's no, you know, yeah. you can't complain about referees missing things anymore because they're getting checked all the time. But actually, it's still the same. This, you can tell the referees do not want to overrule each other. No. Or and if they do, it has to be a blatant. It has to be really blatant for them to overrule them because he doesn't want to be anything ambiguous. No, well, exactly. But that, and well, Evan, you know, Newman is still the only player to be banned, hasn't he, for mm. retrospectively diving, isn't he? It's, him and him and Lozano. Just, Lozano. Just, like, throw, Lozano. just throw under the carpet since then because that's a ban two players. Well, it's ban them in the first week and that was it. Never well, it's, happened. It's like it happens all the time. It's just they've got. This is what makes you laugh. But listen, it's not. For me, it's not that they're making these decisions or they're not making decisions. It's just not they're not getting pulled up on these decisions. The narrative straight after the game became all about Sun. Gomez was pushed to the side. Because that not let them be. No, I know what that's what I was going to say. It's not about the narrative for the last three days has been about Sun and it's his innocence yeah. and everything. Every time, every time I've seen something on TV, it's all these ex-professionals. And I, I had this ages ago with with uh, I, I, I might have been on. Uh, talk sports or something. I was talking to Jason Cundy or whatever, and they're all they're all like, well, you wouldn't do this, or wouldn't do that. It's like, this is what ex-professionals do. They get behind each other. It's an old boys network. It, it takes people like us to actually say how, how it is and say you're talking nonsense. So when they used to have the old, oh no, if someone wants to leave a club, yeah. well, you've got to let them go. It's, it's like no, yeah. you don't have to let them go. It's contract. They're playing under mm -hmm. contract. But it's this old thing of like seeing it the other day. They had Lee Bowyer on, and then they had Lee um, Bowyer and had Kevin Nolan. Kevin Nolan. They were asking, asking, asking they were like, Kevin Nolan. They were like, well, eh, eh, well, if you're going to start giving sending people off for that and sending the people off for this, then you, and you're like, well, hang on. Do, do you know what I thought though? I thought, remember when, remember when like you used to be able to tackle from behind. Can you imagine when that happened when ex-professional probably going, oh, well, if you take that out the game, then but they did that at the time. That's yeah. what I'm saying though. That's what I'm saying. These players will always. Get together and and just decide what their narrative yeah. is, and then what happens is, then other pundits jump on that and go, well, if they're saying it, it must be right. Yeah, yeah. Where it takes people from the outside, whether it be journalists or whatever, to break that to break that cycle of no, you're talking nonsense. That lad, you only have to look at the reaction of the family enclosure to tell you how yeah. bad that incident well, was. Yeah. Well, so, and there's a there's a rule in place. This is not an unprecedented thing. There's a rule in place, but Tottenham took it, and Everton, for for their part, have been absolutely shocking on this. Absolutely shocking, right? Seamus Coleman might be the nicest fella in the world, right? But what he did he was is. absolute you know bollocks, absolute bollocks. And I know no, there'll be loads of people. No, I know there'll be loads of people, and you can argue with me, but but I'm not asked, mate. You you've just seen one of your own. Getting snapped in half by not only one player, two player, two players there. If you're you're saying what's right hand, and yet you're going in to see if they're all right. No, sack all that bollocks, right? Sack That's all that. I know it is, but but this is the Everton's problem. We're just we we've got nothing. The manager comes out and offers nothing, not absolutely nothing, and yet they are allowed. The top Tottenham are allowed to start spinning the narrative that it's they're the team that are. Oh, how, how are we gonna do? What are we gonna do with that one of our best? But he's not. Sonny, Sonny's not like that. Sonny's not like that. Oh, do me a favour. Well, you you said something yesterday or whatever, or someone had said that the English maybe is that. If Coleman wanted to do that, fine. But yeah. do it after the manager's done his press conference. Bring them the next day. Oh no, but go and see him before he leaves. Because then once that's gone, but then he went straight in yeah. and then Pochettino come in the press conference and give it to the journalists. Yeah. Because they've used that as the narrative. So Everything that's them talking yeah. control the entire narrative. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah. Exactly. And actually, if you you know the the, the general consensus is the touch, the, the, I think you should. You know, I, I was on the fence, but if if you, if you as you say with the rule, I didn't know that rule. People are saying you shouldn't have got a red card generally outside for outside the Everton fan base. Now that's mad, isn't but it? Even in the Everton fan base, though, people are saying it, and I don't understand that either. Someone has gone in to do one of our players, and he has done them. And I don't care about this none of this. Oh, I didn't mean to break his. Leg. Of course, he didn't mean. He didn't mean to leave no, us. He, means to break he his didn't legs mean to leave his foot back to yeah. front. Yeah. Who does? But you know what? That doesn't matter. He got the red mist came down and he went to doom and he's done him and the way and he and the worst possible things happened and and whose fault's that? There's only one person's fault. That sons. It's as simple as that. And for me, the red card was right. And I think the referee, for as bad as he was, used a bit of common sense because he probably thought, mm. well, if he doesn't get taken off, either someone will break him in half. Although I don't think that would have ever happened with any Everton player. Or the fans are really are gonna. This is gonna boil over. I was at the match in '84. 85 season and Aidan Heath got done by Brian Marwood nasty tackle Arsenal Cruciate's no, Cruciate's gone out for the season he was flying he had 11 goals by December the 1st he was on the verge of the England team got done and Marwood would have gone well he was brilliant Marwood uh, referee just booked him I think give me yellow if you give me yellow so two minutes before half time just below me, lower Bullens, Peter Reid, put him out the game, jumped in, put him, stretched him off. Reid got booked and we carried on. There was a brawl after after yeah. the Heath thing. Reid snapped them. Everton players were still in the Chef Web players' face and that was a winning team. Now people will go, that's disgraceful. Well, it's not. It's called standing up for your mate. And on of Sunday, like as horrific oh, as it was, no, it isn't. It isn't. So just, no, I'm not, I'm not just agreeing. No, with so you. what you have to do is, response. what you have to do, like what you have to do is, take that response in a different way then if yeah. you're not going to go and do some right which I'm amazed because I you know every game I play whether it be Saturday or Sunday you know semi-pro bloody seven aside with me mates if there was a bad tackle it'd kick off it'd kick off because you'd look after each other right yeah. now alright prof- the professional game isn't necessarily like that and you've got to be careful but there was no response from Everton the manager should have walked in that press conference absolutely blazing not feeling sorry for some blazing he should have gone in and gone what kind of a challenge was that what a horrific mm. tackle that was he ran after him he's done him blah 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 I don't care about oh you don't say it to fellow professionals well you don't run after a fellow professional to do him then if you're not that kind yeah, of person which he did he didn't try to he didn't go and try and break his leg of course no, he didn't there was aggression there because he chased him he, was, he had a cob on yeah. he was aggrieved because Gomez had well, caught why he was reckless him and he, he ran didn't. after him with the red mist and Ped's right and he left the floor so he's out of control now you'd we, I'd said to you the Ryan Bertram one against Leicester I didn't think was a red card because he went in for a 50-50 but when you slow it down yeah. his, go, he, his foot catches him high so it's a red card yeah. Longstaff the same yeah. was it Longstaff yeah. slides in now I thought that was just a normal challenge and the pitch but that's what I'm saying the, lad. the they, lad got up right yeah. and they got a red card it wasn't rescinded this lad ran after him and jumped through the air to clip him or whatever he's done and clipped him and sent him tumbling onto a wet pitch into another challenge but, and his foot is the other way but around. isn't that the point That's though the you look at that challenge for Southampton and you look at it and go well he's caught him and he didn't mm. mean to catch him but he has caught mm. him and he's got sent off and he's having to, he's going to save his third uh, game against us isn't mm. he and you think well what's the difference and they then? were double punished because the, the referee po- allowed the game to go on and Leicester scored but, the, but this, is, this is what I'm talking about with the narrative though Tottenham have taken the fact that it's such a high profile foul 
And the fact that it was such a bad foul has actually aided Son because it's it's a, it's allowed people to feel sorry for him. Mm. And with feeling sorry for him, you go, well, I'll take his side then. And I, I've been getting all kinds of tweets. I've been getting all kinds of tweets from all over. Got people calling me all kinds, for, like. Je- co- Someone, no, no, just like some of the things being called me because I've been prepared to say that it's a disgrace, and it, it it's because people. I go back. It's because people are in this mindset that son is this lovely fella, and I've seen. Listen, I've seen plenty of videos to show me he's not a lovely fella. That he has got when a temper. The lad yeah, and when he was That's at Germany, there was a lad on the floor. He booted them on the floor, right? But, th- what's but that's football. What I mean, Spurs that- have done is allowed to allow them. Uh, Spurs have been to take the narrative whereas if, if anyone had ever had any sense I know like they could do this on Thursday in the press conferences I would have walked in that press conference and I would have went do you know why that happened because the manager didn't protect any of our players referee uh, sorry the referee the manager you're thinking the manager I know I'm thinking this, uh, <laughs> yeah he doesn't let he doesn't book son Richarlison's getting kicked all over the pitch we should have had a penalty and then what happens ultimately? One of our players gets stretched off who I won't see for the rest of the season. Why? Because the manager had no control. Ref. And he... he doesn't. Go on. Yeah. The ref had no, no control and he is uh, he's he's, he's, allowed, he's allowed that to happen. And Son, as far as I'm concerned, should be banned for as long as our player is out. And then listen, people will go, Oh, that's stupid, that's ridiculous. But no what it does. No what it does. It's it it flips it the other way and people start going. Well, you might. Oh, I tell you what. And then you go. I've seen this before with Sonny. I've seen him do this before. You can do that with anything. They're you never can... gonna. They're never no, but gonna. Go but that's fine. Like across the park, like you. Know, so Guardiola came on the weekend. So man, he's a diver, didn't mm. he? Straight away, because he Klopp's probably thinking the referee's gonna be looking for dives yeah, yeah, now. Yeah. Comes and shuts yeah. it down straight away because that's what happens when you let Everton let people get away. We're making bad decisions. The referees going to be able to think oh, there's no consequences. Well, Marco, Marco. There's no because they're not pulling people up. There's no. What about when Klopp? What about when when we played them and Klopp came Best out afterwards and started? Carver Lewin. Carver Lewin and calling yeah. them all kinds, right? And making sure that he put into everyone's mind that Carver Lewin was a diver, and he laughed at the co- the guy and went. I don't want to talk to you. You don't understand football. Yeah, yeah. And he buzzed off him in his face, and he made sure that when that when they went back yeah. to talk about it in the studio, they were going. Is Carl Lewin a diver? Exactly, yeah. Is he a diver? Because mm-hmm. Jürgen Klopp, greatest man in football well, ever, was has three, just said he's a diver. Well, what happened was three weeks later he played him in the FA Cup and the Lana dived, which exactly. was three times worse but than Carl Lewin's. He got a pen for him. That's what I'm saying. That's so, exactly why he shut the man anything down because he doesn't want any advantage with the referees that Guardiola has to get. And that's how good managers, I'm not just blaming the manager because yeah. this club as a whole didn't do it because there should be someone saying we've been we've been unjust, anything unjust, even after the Brighton game. I think really. I'd have put a statement out. Just I'd have put a statement out last night. night. I'd have put a statement out last night, saying we completely disagree with this ruling that Son has had it been rescinded. But I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I know, but it's fine saying you wouldn't. I'm no, saying I'm I would. would. They would. No, I know it, but I'm not. I'm not. Mm. I know they wouldn't. That's what I'm talking about. I know they wouldn't. I know our manager wouldn't say boo to a, a ghost. I, it doesn't matter. What I'm saying is this I mean, is what would say this is what is he a ghost? <laughs> this is what needs to happen is that we get walked over all the time because we are nicely nicely oh, ever. I think the who thing are more concerned about running charities and and looking to be the nice guys of football. I think the the thing in it is you can you can disagree and you can make your point known. If he doesn't want to call son 
and list all the things he's done fine but he could have still highlighted it and said the referee was right to give him the red card because it was a reckless challenge and it was it was he didn't go listen no one I'm not sitting here going that son's horrible he probably if Trick or Treaters knocked at his house he'd probably throw coins at their head I'm not not accusing him of anything what I'm saying is even if you're the nicest footballer in the world the nicest human being Ante Gomez is lovely isn't he He's yeah. absolutely lovely fella, isn't he? Yeah. He gives hugs, he cares about... He's great with kids. Oh, but what happened to Fulham? Yeah. Mitrovic kicked him, so what did he do? He waited yeah. and he went and stamped on him. Got a three-match ban. Yeah. No and, argument. And we called that out at the time. Deserved it. Deserved it for but being stupid yeah. and for stamping on him. And Andre Gomez is lovely. Himself, Every right? player will have his so moments. So, therefore, yeah. you can't... The narrative of he's not that kind of player. But that's them, doesn't mean, well, But that doesn't mean a thing. It's nothing. That's nonsense. It's absolutely it makes, it's nonsense. It's weird in the FA's mind. They're going, oh, is that the, it was a mistake. Now, if it was Vinnie Jones back in the day, yeah, he'd match right off got the got a 10 match yeah, yeah, exactly. got excessive. Because that's, that, that's the player, the narrative about him as a player. Because... We allowed Tottenham to go. Oh, he's such a nice player. Mm. Never done this before. If Mark Mark Silverstone came out and basically put the referees well, to tomorrow, task. tomorrow he can do that. Aris, listen, Aris press conference, he can do it. But what I would say is that, regardless, and this is for people who still might be undecided or people who still might think, no, it was just a normal challenge, and that happens a hundred times a game. It, it doesn't because people don't run and kick from from tackle from behind is a red card. That's in the FA's rule book, first and foremost. I accept that there's a lot of challenges like that, that that are yellow cards in the Premier League. But the fact is, and what a lot of people seem to be missing is, and maybe if you weren't at the game, you didn't see it, or if you looked away or whatever. But, I mean, I was at the game, I didn't see Trevor Stephen come out at half-time no, because it took me lap the toilet. So there you go. So you might have missed it even if you're at the game. But at the game, you could see... Gomez and Son come together and then Son fuming turned yeah. around the referee then sprinted after Gomez because he was aggrieved that the referee hadn't given so for that moment for that that 10 seconds or 5 seconds he was thinking I'm going to leave one on him here I'm going to leave one on him because he's just done me and he's gone and threw it in now in his mind he was probably thinking I'll do him he'll go over and he'll look up and I'll just wink at him or whatever and go, I've done you. And he knows. And then Gomez gets back up, Evan have a free kick, and the game goes back to the game. That's probably no, hang on. That's probably in his mind, in his thing, he would have expected it to play out. And what he's done is he's thrown that tackle in. He's done him. And then he's seen the consequence of his tackle and the horrors hit him. Because you you do, you will be shocked. If you put a tackle in like that on someone and then you see their foot the other way and people screaming, you will go, oh my God, what about... You will. Naturally, the shock will bring you back into his probably his normal temperament. Yeah, but for that would. five, six seconds, he'd lost his mind, which is why he ran after him. I've seen it loads of times. Duncan Ferguson. Of course. In years ago when he cracked that fella who just done Arteta. You know, we just went over to him and just went bang. Referee wasn't looking. The lad went down. Duncan red missed. Duncan had the red missed all the time. Gerard. At Goodison, Gerard and Anfield, Naismith, yeah. two foot, straight in. You've seen it loads of times, seen it all through. I've been watching footy for 40 years, I've seen it a million times. Footballers now are the same. If you agree with one of them, they want to do you. I've seen Harry Kane stamp on someone's foot, Suarez, they've all got it in them. Don't believe that the lovely human beings and they wouldn't do it because the top sportsmen, you need that bit of devilment 
to get to the top of their yeah, of game. That's what they need in them. So the narrative that he's a lovely lad and he didn't mean it. Of course he didn't mean to break his leg. He didn't run after him and think, I'm going to break your we leg. He that. just ran after him and went, I'm going to get you. Shaka Hislop nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. An ex-professional football event. There's a saying in the game, leave one on him. Yeah. And that's what he did. He get you. You've got me and I'm going to get you back now. Still and so unfortunately, f- do it. You've got me and I got you. Maybe. <laughs> but, but unfortunately for Everton's perspective, is that we've lost a player for the season and he's one of our best players and I suppose the, the, even though it doesn't really matter what happens with Sun for us from no, you've, it just doesn't. Ne- you've just said it there it's not going to if he misses six games it's not going to but I'm us. more annoyed at the way, the way I'm just never going to allow I'm, al- I'm annoyed that Evan have allowed that to happen because and it's going it's well, to he needs impact. to deal with that tomorrow it's going to impact future referees he needs to deal with that tomorrow he needs to- unless you pressure people you don't get things. That's what Ferguson was great at. Mm. The, game, the, oh, the manager has to watch, the referee has to watch for this, this and this. Let's, we don't do that. Before we finish this first part, I just let's finish it on the football side of it because obviously Cenk Tosin come on scored a good goal. Deli Ali scored a goal which could have been prevented if Awobi had played a forward pass, not a back one. Mm-hmm. But take the VAR out of it, take the sun challenge and Gomez out of it. I'd just like to say Godspeed to Andre Gomez. Hope he comes well, of course, listen, then. he's the great news for, for great news, if there is any great news, is that he's out of hospital already. He was out the next day. Yeah. Finch Farm, there's pictures yeah, of Finch, Finch Farm. Finch yeah, yeah. Farm, so the rehab started. I believe at the time they were able to put the foot back at, on the pitch and there was no broken skin or anything, so risk of infection was, was zero. Uh, and everything was back aligned before he had the operation and he's been released from hospital Good and stuff. he's at Finch Farm, so that's great. All of that is great, so get well soon, Andre. We miss you already. So you guys So what I was gonna say was just very quickly, quickly. I don't think I don't think we should close this first bit no. without talking about the fact that take the VAR, take all of the yeah. the thing the hysteria away from the game. It was a shocking performance bad, by yeah. by Everton and Still Tottenham. No consistency. But, like, well, I mean, there was just nothing, was there? It was so frustrating. It's just it's it, uh, there's no inspiration in the side. You know, you look at that West Ham game in isolation, you think. But then you look at the West Ham game last season, it was the same. This is why after the West Ham game, I was still fairly on the fence about because we just can't play that way against them. We, we don't, it's either we don't think we can or we just can't or we don't want to. Is it, a, I mean, Ped, is it a mental thing or is it? Because I, I don't know. Listen, I think it's definitely. I can't speak for you, right? But we spend a lot of time <laughs> together discussing Everton. But I look at Everton and Andy. You know, I look at Everton's squad and I try to take my glasses off and, and go, like, let's have a look at them as, as basically as I can. And I look at that Everton squad and honestly, I still think it's it's definitely one of the top eight squads in the Premier League in terms of like a team that you can put together. But when I watch them, mm. they're not the garbage. So what? What is? Yeah, but that? that's like saying you know that's like saying. And spares where that's well. like saying you've got all the mach- you've got all the parts for a for a machine, but ones for a telly, ones for a microwave, and ones for a video. Oh, do you know I what I mean? It's, I don't, I don't, ones for a bike. Let them, let them have do you know what I mean? It's it's it. We've got the parts don't fit together. It's as simple as that. But what I would say about Sunday is, is that they didn't want to win. Mm. We didn't want we did we weren't that open either. Yeah, I think it just led to a terrible game. But mm. what, I said this to you the other day is that. And we think you spoke, you said something about it before. Is that if if Everton had approached more games like that, we'd have more points. Yeah. You've got to You've be got to. pragmatic now and again. Mm. And if you're looking at Spurs, the way I looked at the game when I was sitting there, and it almost comes to fruition, is they had more match winners on the pitch than we did. Oh, yeah. Simple as that. Mm. And one of them, 
even in, and everyone didn't want to speak it out, but we were all, I was like, that going, I didn't say it out loud, I just said it in my head. Delhi Alley's being crap today. Yeah, but right. I didn't say it out loud because I knew that if he got one chance, and he did, because mm. they've got, doesn't matter, they play poorly, but if they got a chance, they were going to take it, and he did. Mm. And I don't think we've got as many match winners, and that's the problem. So we just, we're, we're trying to go for a point, but if there was an opportunity to get a, a, a win, we would have took it. But we weren't going to try and stretch past the point. Mm. And I think, I think that's, if, has, Is that a sensible way I to think play then forever? You can't always be. Tottenham are not a bad team. They're just in bad form, mm. right? So whatever way you cut it, yeah. right? We were lucky they had a couple of players out, but they're not a bad yeah, team. So did we. No, I know, but they're, they're just in bad form. The manager's got to look at it and think, I can't afford to get beat here. Mm. I can't afford... And that's what he should have so done So was that the week. right way to play, Danny? I don't know opinion. if it's the right way to play, but I understand why we played like that, because you get given instructions... And your mentality is going to be, don't lose this game. Mm. Then you're always going to try and get back into shape, try to break down. And when the opportunity is to break, maybe instead of going with three or four, you go with one or two. Mm. And listen, we ended up getting a point. It's not the worst result in the world. It's a, it was a terrible game because of everything that happened there. Mm. But if we could go to Southampton and get something out of that, a win, and then we've got knowledge at home, you're thinking... Oh, that might have been the catalyst. Yeah, okay. So in isolation, it wasn't a good performance. Mm. But listen, we played Man City, and everyone after it was like, "Oh, we did really well there." How many points did we get out of it? Got none. Got none. And I mean, just on the team thing, the squad thing. Yeah, I, I think the we're talent, underperforming, aren't we? Yeah, but I don't like to blame the manager. But to me, there's a way you've got to put the sides together the, fit, the way it fits. The, tra- the work on the training ground it has to all be geared towards combination play, players knowing the roles, when we're going forward, transitioning. Because if you are going to play like we did against Tottenham, where you are, as Ped says, trying to keep players covering, covering positions when people are getting forward, not committing five or six forward, then you need the combination play between the three or four forward players because otherwise it's too, you're going to get overwhelmed, aren't you? Mm. And it was sloppy up front. We were sloppy going forward. So, again, it comes back to the training ground. But it's, it, I just don't see at the moment a pattern of play or a consistent style of play that works again that'll work against every team. Mm. Now obviously you do need to tweak things, but from one week to the next we play differently. Like you know, you look at the West Ham game and then you look at the two post performances of Brighton and West Ham. Uh, Brighton and sorry, Tottenham, it's like they just have no totally bearing. And I know one was at home and you know one was away, but then the Tottenham Tottenham a bit of a different side than West Ham. But even so you should still see some some traits, some principles apply over them and we just don't see that. Now it, as as you said and, I, and as I said on the preview if you're struggling, you do go back to basics and you do go a bit more pragmatic. You don't commit as many men forward. You try and not lose a game at times, especially away. Too. Mark hasn't decided not to do that as of yet. And this is the part of the problem that he hasn't been able to change. And Isn't half the problem, and I'll just make this very quick, is that we haven't got the same team every week. So we didn't have. So you saw that West Ham game, we got Bernard. Then this week we've got a Wobi. We had a Wobi in the middle of the park for that. We mm. had Tom Davis and got Gomez in the middle of the park for West Ham. We've got we you know some, yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? The team keeps changing and, and I'm not saying there's anything positive about not having enough players, but he's gonna have to settle on a team now because we're with if, if we're missing Gomez, we're missing Bernard, obviously we haven't we'd never really had Gabama to mm. miss. Yeah, you and and Delph could be out this weekend. Someone like Tom Davis now, Holgate, they've got it. if Holgate I've said this before, if Holgate and Davis can't get in this team, then they'll never get an Everton team. Because their their enthusiasm and what they've got going for them, what they haven't got going for them, that's fine. Because I think it wouldn't really matter anyway. 
But what they have got going from that infusion, the, the fact that they want to prove it, Probably, could be yeah. could be that little spark. Added that to someone like Shen Tosin, whether you like him or not, giving us something maybe off the bench and then coming into the side. People who want to prove something now, you know, in just just off to the side, we've got uh, Umani Yas. Um, <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? Like, there's players now. Yeah. There's players now, I might think. Beforehand, that door was completely blocked. Which is wrong, now, it shouldn't be blocked. No, I know that doesn't matter. Yeah. Some players' careers have been changed yeah. on other players getting yeah, injured and, and opportunities. Sheng Tosin probably thought a month ago he was completely finished with Everton. Tom Davis was basically told there was no room for him in our midfield. You know what I mean? It'll be dead interesting this weekend whether who well, comes into the side. Do we go back to... Snyder and the Sigurds and all the right. I know, I know we're not going to talk about that, game. but that's what I'm saying. No, well, we, can, we can talk about that. Walcott Wol- Wol- has had opportunities because of the players. Well, he got a bang on the head and he's woke up thinking he's Terry on this. Listen, we'll do that in And we'll I'd do- have him on the left, by the way. Okay, we'll do that in part three. We'll do it in part three. That's it for okay. part one. Um, <laughs> God, that was part that, one. That was a long part one, yeah. Join us in part two when we'll be talking managers. Thanks for downloading the Toffee TV podcast, but did you know we put all our shows out as podcasts? Head over to patreon.com forward slash Toffee TV EFC and you'll find all the latest shows available as podcasts exclusively for Patreon subscribers. So if you need to find all the latest ever news, conversations, stats, match previews and match reviews as easily downloadable podcasts at your convenience, head over to Patreon. Welcome back to part two of the Toffee TV podcast, episode 13. Me, Baz, Ped. Me, Baz. Right. Me, Baz. Me, Baz. Hey, Baz. Ped to the right. Listen, Farhad's quiet. And Andy, over to the left. Not real Farhad, fake Sky Sports Fake Sky news. Sports, yeah. Farhad. I mean, you've got to clarify that. The yeah, same one who signs. We don't want to be mocking our great and leader. Said, and said, James, James McCarthy was one of the family. Man. There you go. Uh, listen. It's the palace, of course, but yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's one of the pa- family. Mm. He's part of the Eagle family. Very disappointed. Right, let's move on. Managers, managers, He's managers. He's got a new contract, isn't he, Roy? Managers. Yeah, it's 76. 72. Not getting a four-year contract. Is he 72? No, he's 72. He's not getting a four-year contract. Has he got the same agent as Ben or, or, or Martinez, maybe I don't know. Yeah. Say yeah. No, Dave we're going to discuss managers because obviously it's it seems to be the time of the year when well, everyone decides that the managers they were really invested in the summer is now not worth the kick. To so, be yeah. fair to Roy, though, I mean the age of retirement will be about eighty-seven soon, so yes, it's, it's he's playing the long game. Clearly, yes. well, listen, you're right, and it's, it's this is the time coming up to the. Third international break already of the oh, season, yeah. absolutely. Which is international breaks. Oh, I love them. No, you love them at the moment because it's, 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 nice... it's a time of question marks. Yeah, <laughs> and it is. Um, and there's a lot of question marks, it's particularly this Saturday for for Southampton yeah. and Everton managers, both under pressure for for different reasons. Um, we might finish this section on Marco Silva again, but at the moment it's happening everywhere. It's not just Everton, is no, it? No, Nico Kovac has been sacked by Bayern Munich, and now he obviously won the double last season over Tim Dortmund in the last few weeks of the season. But the problem with Nico Kovac is he was criticising the players, and once you do that at Bayern, where it is very much player power, 
that was probably the beginning of the end. Then he got beat five one obviously last weekend by Adi Horses for Eintracht Frankfurt. But the other man since Adolf, 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 Hotel, Adolf yeah. Yeah. that's his name. That's his name. And yes, yeah, so he's gone. He probably was never good enough for the job in the first place. No, but what no. Bayern tried to do was bring the Bayern DNA back, you know, like clubs do now. And it didn't really work. And I think Arsene Wenger's now going to get the job to the end of the season, Looks maybe. Like, and, then, it, yeah. and then obviously they'll bring Eric Ten Hag, who used to be the 23 coach when uh, Pefford Guardiola was there. Is Wenger gonna? Is Wenger really gonna take it for for six months? I think I they was. well. Only Honus is retiring. Who's obviously held by him as a puppeteer for many years. And I think Karl Heinz Rummenigge will be the will be the de facto leader. I think what they wanted to do is they wanted Ralph, Ralph Rangnick to come mm. in from Leipzig, and they wanted him to mould into this modern, well well run club. And I think that's what they're looking for, Arsene Wenger, because I know whatever. You know, criti- critical critiques of Arsenal, Arsenal Wenger's end of Arsenal career. You know, they were a very modern club. They always yeah. made money. That'd be great. That. That'd, that'd be great. That'd be great. That Wenger going yeah, there. Wouldn't, be... he, wouldn't he want longer though? Why don't want think his age longer? Now. I think for six months. What's the point? Well, you're paying something, but went back. Didn't he for six months? Well, hang on, hang on. Think about it like this, right? You've been out of work for eighteen months. Mm. And someone says to you, "Do you want six months at one of the biggest clubs in the world Doing the to just yeah to dip your toe back in?" And you've got a good side, rebuilding. They've got a lot of young players. You're dipping your toe back in the water. Mm. After six months, you could go. You know what? I preferred not being not a manager. Working. I was quite enjoying sitting off watching what the he telly. Does, what if he does brilliant? Then, then someone will but give him a job. Well, they, what if Bayern? No, but like, they ask the question. What if Bayern this fits great? Well, then they no, might, they might the like keep him and say it's mm. Ten Hag. Well, it's not the right time. It has happened before, hasn't it? Mm. So. Well, that looks like it's gonna happen, and it is. I, I agree. It would be a really good move for Wenger. I think. He, I think he'd do really well there because he's a he's a classy man, isn't he? he knows his football. Bayern are an odd club, though, aren't they? In the terms of you, know, as I think you said it before, when he was well, I said in the past, they're too good for their own league. But when they come up against the big teams in the Champions League, unless they have a special crop of players like when they had Robin and Ribery on either side, they can't get up for those big games because they're not consistently playing tough games and. Mm. And if they're one of the red, the one of a pack in Germany, we're now looking for the title. That's bad for Bayern. They should be winning. It's it. mad at the moment. If you look at the, yeah. if you look at the Bundesliga, it's Gladbach. brilliant because yeah. there's about nine teams separated yeah, it's, by it's three league. points. So it's it's good. It's not like the Scottish Premier League, which is our league, which <coughs> only has two decent teams in it, and the rest of it's rubbish. Um, no, it's really good. But I mean, there's other managers. There's um, yeah, Valverde at uh, yeah. Barcelona. Who there's a lot of unrest at that club now. It's weird that there's a lot of unrest. At, well. There seems to be a lot of unrest of Real Madrid as well. Mm. From one week to the next, you know, it's whether they win or they don't win this yeah, yeah. year. And they've they've got presidential elections coming up as well, Real Madrid. So that's going to be important for them. They were frustrated at the weekend by uh, Joel Robles' wow. performance. Yeah. Got Betisha nil nil there at the burn about. Well, you look at it, I, I, Barcelona. You know, I, I look, they, I'm a big fan of Barcelona in the sense that I love, love the concept of the club and I'm a big fan of Cruyff and Guardiola. And, the last 10 years, even during Guardiola, the, this sign of decline mm. started them because they couldn't make proper transfers for that. And what worked under Guardiola is they bought big players and, you know, they bought you. Whoever. I can't remember who they signed. Just, n- just name one. Oh, I can't remember who they signed. Oh, right. Okay. They had Henry and they had. No, Yeah, Daniel Alves. We'll say Danny Alves. They bought Daniel Alves, who fit the style of play they wanted to play at the time. But then they started buying Ibrahimovic's. He did the Fikwadi with a style play. Chikrinsky, he signed for a lot of money. And ever since then, they've just that's happened every other season. They've signed badly. And they've really. Andre Gomez. Well, there you go. And Andre Gomez was a good player at the time, but they probably shouldn't have signed him. And then what they did is they moved away from bringing players from La Messiah through. And they've, they've lost their identity. And realistically, Lionel Messi shouldn't be saying, I've only won three Champions Leagues. 
the talent that Barcelona have had for yeah. all these years. Is that yeah. all he's won in fifteen years? Yeah, and well, and the quality of the side, it's because they choose managers badly as well. Ever since squad, keep a left. small squad as well. What? Keep a small squad as well. They do, yeah. I mean, if either if he'd have had the shooting boots on, he might have had the fourth on last season. Yeah. Don't you think that's three, a lot to do with one on ones at Anfield? Don't you think that's a lot to do with um, the the way the club is yeah, set up as yeah, well yeah, it's, it's not a mm. it's not necessarily a commercial entity although now now it is it has to be yeah. no it has to be that's the point yeah. they're not they're not a club they who, it doesn't athlete. fit doesn't fit the way the club is to be to have 97 sponsors like yeah. like man united they, they try and shy away from that because it's influence it creates influence on the in the club and the mm. playing side but unfortunately that's the way they had to go and They've sat, the managers since Guardiola for Tito Villanova, you know, sadly departed Tito, who did well. Then you had Tito Martino's probably chosen by Messi, which wasn't great. Luis Enrique, who's a former Barcelona great, he did okay. But then again, if you have Suarez, Neymar, and Messi, should be winning things. Let's be honest. And now they've got Ernesto Valverde, who probably was never good enough for the Barcelona job. Place older, I think Messi looked at it and thought he's a good manager. Well, that's Messi it. looked it's at him, it. It's, it's, you know, it's supposedly in Messi's contract that he gets final say on who the manager is because he is that he is the club essentially now, isn't he? Yeah. And obviously they're all placeholders when Xavi comes in, and we all guess, you know. But yeah, I think they wasted a lot of Messi's prime by having I mean, bad what managers. They, what do they do now? Who, who would who would they bring in now? Really? Well, the candidates are Marcelo Gallardo, but that's a risk, isn't it? Because he's, well, uh, but, but the reason that is is because he's so well loved in Argentina and well, well respected by people in football. But also, his Argentinians, that Messi, well, that's a kinship. That's why Martino was signed. Well, no, but, and then you look at Roberto Martinez, who can talk himself into any interview, can't you? He's obviously from the from the area. And then obviously, big Ronald Koeman who thinks because he's got the best touch generation in years, he's a good manager. Who do, I mean, who would who would you go with if Valverde is axed? I'd probably just go and get Savvy. Bit early. He's, he's only had it's half a season I'll start. But what's the difference though? Well, they say people go, well, Guardiola, but Guardiola had a year at least. And he was trying to become a manager from 2002 on. What I'm saying is, if you bring like a placeholder in. What's the odds that they're going to win something to compare to? Why not just have Xavi and um, we'll have a transition season on the job? Would they not? Would they not be better bringing someone like Cumin in? No, then, he's then, then, the club. No, he is. But <laughs> what I mean is, but then brings Xavi in when he's had a year there, so I had him underneath Cumin for a year, and then you, like give Cumin. Do you like want to be underneath? Well, but saying that, we've got a different person. Remember, Ronald Cumin no one is one of the greatest right. in Barcelona fans' eyes. He's probably one of the greatest players they ever had. Oh, he is. Yeah. He is. So that, that that's that, that's a different perspective than what we've got as someone who you know just. Cumin's great. Cumin would be great for Barcelona if everything was great at Barcelona, mm. and he just took over, kept kept yeah. everything going, and then for someone else to come. It's a, in. It's, a, it's a tough job though because. In about two or three years, most of their best players will be gone. You know, Messi, Suarez is on his last legs, really. Yeah, Jordi Alba's getting, getting old, so PK's des- getting old. Why they're so desperate to get Neymar, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it is, though, isn't it, to take over? Well, all the players, we're going yeah. to take a pay. Uh, we're not going well, to get paid. But then, some of the sad sign, Antoine Griezmann, who's upset Messi last year when he did that video saying, I am staying good, you know, and all that. That was in his voice. Is that a hostage video? I don't know if Bruce Willis is like in that film. Like you got a, like you got a flag behind you with ten rings on it or something? The Olympic flag? <laughs> hasn't got ten rings. The double Olympic flag. People are hostages to steroids in the Olympics. But whatever, anyway. Allegedly. Let's not talk about Liverpool. Allegedly. <laughs> Again. But yeah, so there, on, there's another spreads. team. 
Real Madrid Zidane is basically been on a knife edge because he spent so much money in the mm. summer mm. Jose continues to circle like a shark around the club because Florentino Perez is accordingly in love with Mourinho still so there's another joke so all this leads to the fact that in a couple of you know Arsenal have got Emery mm. who I didn't like in the first place I, I think I always go back to anyone who loses the title with PSG against Monaco who's got a team full of kids really has to be questioned this, is, the, this is it though isn't it this is where this is and when you bring Everton into the equation you know, if they will, if they, they if they do do something with Silver, it'll be interesting to see what the options are. You never know; there could be more options than less options in so. the next few weeks. But then, do you go for a manager that may have just lost his job somewhere else? Mm. Or you know, I mean, I I personally think that to just incentivise this game on Saturday, Everton versus Southampton or Southampton versus Everton is be like a wrestling match. You know, like they have those Loser retirements. Loser gets Mark Hughes. Southampton have already had them. It doesn't matter. Well, so Imagine that. They you would, you would, percent win ratio. You, well, then mm. that would make you want to win the game, wouldn't yeah, it? Would. I, mean, I think that should be sort of Damocles. I think that should be more of that in football. Yeah. You, know, you get beat today, boy. Sparky's in Monday morning. Yeah, I, I think what I think Southampton. I think Hasnot has actually gone surprisingly for some people, but is on more steady ground than Marco Silva. Well, they've hit their lowest point. Do you think? Um, do you think there's any other teams in the Premier League like West Ham? Tottenham. I, I just don't see that. I think he will walk if that Real Madrid job comes available and they give it off him. And I think the, I don't know what you think of Pochettino. I, I know he's a you know as Mourinho once called Arsene Wenger a, a specialist in failure. He is a specialist in failure. But he's still an incredible coach who got Tottenham from basically all yeah, he's done it. Listen, The thing with Tottenham is he's done a great job, Pochettino. The thing with Tottenham is he hasn't won a thing. Those two years of not buying. I've now caught them up. Oh, they have because the players have lost are out of the prime in some cases. So is that him or has Levy let him Well, that's down. what I'm saying. That, those two years of not buying have caught up with the club because they haven't been able to transition their older players out of the yeah. team by bringing in new I'll players. So they're in a situation now where they've got a load of old players getting all together. Loads of them wanted out anyway. They're all, the the last, they're all in the last year of the contract. But there's no... Look at Man City, right? They've got Rodri come in to take over from Fernandinho. They bought Silver in two years ago to take over from the other Silver. They've got um, Azus ready to take over from Aguero. You know, the only position they really haven't done that is at centre back. They've got players in every position ready to take over a year or two years before the player they're taking the position off. And it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a system. It's a brilliant system. Tottenham haven't done that. Tottenham just stopped, and it's because of those two years. So you have to put that on Levy. But then Levy will say, "Look at the stadium." That I've given you, and this stadium will allow the club to be able to buy players. And they've also paid heavily as well to keep players. Yeah. Of course. Give, give Kane a better contract. It's, the problem for, for Pochettino is because them players know they're leaving, and the manager probably wants to change the culture by mm. getting rid of them. Because they've probably come to the point where they haven't won anything, but they know they're leaving. So there's no incentive for them anymore this season. But he's stuck with them because they weren't moved on. Should have got rid of Manchester United wants them, didn't he? But they said fifty million. They should have sold them for thirty-five, forty at the time. Yeah. Just got rid of them off the books. Mm. And Ericsson I don't think Real Madrid were ever really interested. Mm. Honestly, he's a good player, but he's not that level. I don't really see him as a but then that's Champions not, League level. That's Tottenham's fault for letting the play got let go into that situation. It is, and that's and Everton have done that in the past as well with, with Ross Barkley, for example, yeah. which was a silly decision. So I don't, I don't think I. I Who else do you think? West Ham. You've just said West Ham. Giving the vote to confidence. The grey man. Yeah. So they, he's come he on, is. he's as grey as it comes, mate. I'm not being he's funny. I'm not being funny. Electrified. I, if I the assistant manager should be following around with a shovel, honestly. Hang on. He looks worse than Pellegrini, mate. Well it's a double act Maybe it's you maybe your assistant's assistant should be following a pair of them now. They get better. 
they definitely get the Al Frankenstein treatment yeah. on a shot. No, they just look to me, they just look like they can't be asked either. Do you know what the thing is about West Ham? I think, and this is a, a culture thing at the club, and I think we're West Ham. We're a mid-table side, and I think it, it takes a, a special. No, it is. Well, well, the, uh, uh, someone better tell their fans then. No, well, but that, no, but that's <laughs> they win a game and their fans come after us. Have they not been though? Let's be no, honest. No, no, they've but never won fans anything don't think except that. the FA Cup in 1980. Hey, they come fifth four years ago or something when they had Pyatt. Yeah, it's fantastic. But it takes a special manager to change that culture and get yeah. the teams out. And I don't. And Pellegrini, listen, he was one. at the top. And now he's dropped down. Yeah. He's on his retirement run. I don't like. See, that's money. the that's the thing when like remember people used to mention Ancelotti to me, and he's the same. You know, they're at struggling. Napoli are having made, and other players are talking about going yeah, yeah. on strike because the chairman wants them. They've all got the lawyers involved today because the chairman said they've got to go to training. I reckon a Cardi's missus has just turned up. Cardi's missus has just turned up with 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 Gaza and so, but. Anyone else in the Premier League? Do you think, or do you think it? That's I really think everyone else is is pretty much settled. Villa are not gonna. Villa are having no. Yeah, doing all right. Norwich are all right. I don't think there's anyone pressing. Them. You've got to, what you got to look at is clubs that spent money and expected more, and that's yeah. Everton and West Ham. Um, what I would say about West Ham is maybe, and maybe this would be. I mean, the manager. I've never been convinced about the manager, but the signings they brought in are players from other countries that really. Wouldn't it, you wouldn't expect them to hit the ground running straight away anyway? I certainly wouldn't. Even though like Haller, everyone thought he thinks Haller's a great player. Scored a couple of goals. Though. No, I know. But what I'm saying is that what I'm saying is that the manager be sitting there going, "Well, I've bought these two players. They're not the. They will get mm. something good out of these. It's all the other play. It's all the other thrust they've got. Well, it's the thing. I mean, the West Ham fans. Well, they, they, a lot of them ate, ate the Brazilian snodgrass. They call them Philippe Anderson. That's what they're fans. The thing with West Ham is they've actually t- that the the, the root and branch is now would do recruitment because what mm. happened at the end of the summer is they wanted a striker and a defender now they, what they were offered certain players I know this because the agency that, that I work with was involved in this is they were offered players that they turned down who were actually better than Cardoso who's one of those players where you go he's a year whoops, okay, he's a year away from being a year away yeah yeah he's not yeah. good now he's not gonna be good next year it's he'll be so, he'll, so what you're trying to say is two years away yeah, yeah. so that's what's, what i mean it's just like this is what, it's just how you become a scout yeah, you've yeah. got to talk and riddles and then the boss a jetty who's a championship striker mm. and and them two players they're not having those backup options yeah. when bob when is playing bad or when job has a bad game for center back and when they're not just going hallers having trying to trouble at that they haven't gone enough off the bench and they spent what about 10 15 million on, on between but the that's what and they let Chicharito out the door they let yeah, so, but uh, that's what happens Andy Carroll went out the door but that's and... what happens when you bank big on players like Haller and you pay over them yeah, over yeah, yeah. you don't have you don't have the backup money yeah. to have another yeah, squad player yeah, so yeah. if he's doesn't hit the ground running you're stuck there and that's yeah. why they've had to let, let other players go it'll always catch money now FFP money just general will always catch up with you stand, they I think they're looking I think they'll probably be looking at loans and they, this is this is why January's going to be interesting because well, I think is, a lot more teams are going to be active well, because, why. and they'll sell they, and they'll sell they'll sell Anderson yeah. well no they'll sell the other fella the world's greatest centre midfielder Mark oh, Dech, big Dech. Dech, I'm nice. Mm-hmm. They're not now, he's keeping staying. They'll sell him. No, they're not. They're interested to stay. But what I'm saying is... West Brom are interested. They'll be... Uh, West Brom. They'll be right. sure for West Brom. It'd be good. Um, that's the thing. Obviously, January's coming up and a lot of these clubs will have an eye on where they are and where they feel they should be and what who can make a difference in January. It's, so it's one of those seasons where buying... Buying, buying, yeah. In, not buying, yeah, not buying, 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 yeah. Buying in January can make can, make, can make a, a massive season, thing. Yeah. You, if you, you close the gap on the top four very quickly, easily, by players, easily. Yeah. But 
let's see, let's see, we all get them. But the get get the brochures off in the ass. So I, but also I would say I don't expect to see Sam Allardyce get a job. To, no, I, I wouldn't go that I'm, far. I think, no, but I think the reason Gary Rowett maybe. No, he's, he's going to Millwall. <laughs> Well, the reason being is, you know, whatever people think of hasn't they kept West Southampton up last year. So people go, Well they don't need an Allardyce to stay up anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's, well, that's I didn't, think, I that's didn't good. think you need an Allardyce to stay up anyway. It was just it, 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 but I we'll think see. what's I, Chris Coleman doing? Chris Coleman, yeah, trying to get the Orlando City job. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> say apart from his missus. Yeah, hey. No, she's just had the baby. He's uh, a few people were like messaging me, going, What's he like Orlando for like sort and I was like do is, not is want Chris Coleman. Chris Coleman. Is he the Orlando City manager? No, do what he's like in in life at the job. I was See, like, I think that would be a good. Well, fit. No, he, he's no, really he's absolutely woeful. I think that'd be a good fit for him. Why? Because laughter. Because because it's sunny. Because yeah. yeah. it's sunny. Me, number and one, and, and it is almost night. like don't forget. He hasn't got a clue. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Leave me out. Go on. I haven't got a joke coming. Because he's smirking with normally. I'm trying to finish me. Because, and it's because he's an international manager, and the way the MLS is set up is, is like you can you you can't fail if that makes sense. You can't, can't be relegated. relegated. Mm. So there's no. So it would almost be like that international. It's a group, mm. whole thing's a big group, isn't it? I'd have Moise if I was them. Maybe isn't the Everton. We're getting, we're getting Don't Moise. Don't say that. <laughs> anyway, that's last night's a gift. It's Back to the Future and all over again. There you go. But Back to the Future was excellent. I know. Yeah. There you go. One, two, and three. Yeah, so there you go. Apart from, that weird, apart from that weird bit in the third one where uh, Marty comes back, the car gets destroyed, Doc turns up, and then his, little, his son starts oddly pointing at his crotch. Have you not seen that? Oh, no, no, it's a Google, I'm not Google saying, it, listen, Google it, right? No, we're not Googling. They say, they say meet my sons, Jules and Vern. And you, and I, of course, Einstein's here. And then the son just got, the son gets his finger and just starts, like, telling the cameraman to look down maybe, towards his legs. Maybe, maybe he had the gun in his pocket. I don't know, watch the video. It's weird. It's like one of those things that comes up on, like, bloopers, film bloopers. No, like, hands, no, yeah. like the way on Gladiator, they always have, like, show the air, the air canisters on the... Um, there was air canisters yeah, yeah. times. There was. Honestly, there was. <laughs> there was. There's gas in there. Well, no, you know, right. well, you know, no, no, hang on. Hold no. on. Hold you know on. who supplied the air canisters to the Romans, don't you? Trump. <laughs> Trump. Trump <laughs> and America. Well, it was America. Well, it was, wasn't so it? He went back to those times. went back times. to those times That's and Trump. We had great, they build Adrian's wall. Great, great, great air canisters. Great, great air canisters. Great relationship with the Romans, you said. Back in the day. Mean I mean, Caligula. Caligula. Mean Caligula. What a film. Anyway. Filth. It was filth. I think why I said what a film. Get banned in the 70s. Right, it did. So right. let's, let's end it there. What's that after school? Don't try and control That was on VHS under the bed. <laughs> Beat a Max. In the whole thing. Just let us roll. Come on. I don't know what Max was. What right, that's the end of that's the end of part two. Join us in part three when we'll be previewing Southampton versus Everton. Thanks for downloading the Toffee TV podcast. But did you know we put all our shows out as podcasts? Head over to patreon.com forward slash Toffee TV EFC and you'll find all the latest shows available as podcasts exclusively for Patreon subscribers. So if you need to find all the latest ever news, conversations, stats, match previews and match reviews as easily downloadable podcasts at your convenience, head over to Patreon. Welcome back to part three of the Toffee TV podcast, episode 13. We are previewing quickly. 
Southampton versus Everton. The six-pointer, the pressure cooker game at St Mary's. Loser gets Mark Hughes. And Pedders decided that there will be a price on this game. It should be. Um, there's a silver briefcase with a contract with Mark Hughes. It should name be. Money in the bank. Loses. That will be the end of my Money in the bank. They could, they could the like, suspend it over yeah. the pitch with the. the have a ladder at the side and just have it there. And they make if the you loser. score, you get a chance to go up the ladder and you pick one player from each side to wrestle up the ladder. Great time. You don't want to because you, you don't want that. I'm picking you. I'm, I'm definitely. Shane Thompson's running up yeah, the ladder because he knows they'll get games. Yeah, the contract, the contract could be the get out means Mark Hughes can't. You can't have him as your manager ever. So the players you score want to get up that well, ladder. Sometimes the players have got a motivation there, haven't they? Because they play under him. Well, exactly. So yeah, they haven't got motivation. They might think I'm be better than Mark Hughes. <laughs> I, I know someone who'd like him. Um, Southampton at the weekend, Pedro. Yeah. Should be a classic. Should be a, cla- be a cl- absolute classic. Southampton have only Sam- yeah. have only beaten Newcastle more than they've beaten Everton yeah. in the Premier Southampton League. Southampton have not won a home game since about April. Lost their last home game nine Everton nil. Won a game I can only see one outcome: three nil. Yeah, no, it's coming now, though. Why isn't it? We just this is the way we approach these games, isn't it? And I know it's not just because our away record, sh- away record, shocking, but we we're going to a team that have just been beaten nine 0 in their last home game and show and you four one in the one before. And that. you should you should be like trying to lump the pressure on, but you but we know for a fact that that was their rock bottom. Their own, well, we don't they, know for a fact. They've gone full. Think they've, they've gone full partage, bouncing back, mm. and. Bounce back ability. And the Eugene Dowie, ex-manager as well, bounce no, no, back ability. Uh, Partage's autobiography was bouncing mm. back. Yeah, but I'm talking about bounce back ability. Which is Ian Dowie's famous phrase. We are, we are mentioned. Well, that's what's to you. Have I mean, they I got didn't. bounce back ability? Would you like Ian Dowie's manager? No. <laughs> I mean, the answer, you've asked them and you answered yeah, immediately. Would I mean, you rather have no face or Ian Dowie's face? No face. That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> So the lo- the loser the loser has two <laughs> briefcases. One of them was Mark Hughes as the manager. The other one's Ian Dowie's face. You just draw. <laughs> you which, draw. Which one would you pick? You, you can't. It's like um, no, you can't. It's like the Leeson dot com Even though you think you've drawn, you turn off the telly <laughs> and you time. find out there's a. <laughs> I literally turned it off, and then I see crew one. I was like, I'm not crew like four. Oh, you can hear it. Oh, you can hear it. Darren Giffers going. Hello, uh, are you there? Are you there? Are you there? We've he just did the, had a shot. He did the commentary on the on phone, phone, and someone said at half time they, they'd left, even though they'd left the mic open, so they could still air going. Have you fixed that bloody commentary? You and all this. I just thought you. Classic. Didn't, I Evan. just thought you kept in as he was getting texts. Good luck. Good luck. Albie Bird's making statements when he back. John Wally from Denver has just texted us to say he's watching in a bar. And everyone knew because they heard the text come through. Um, <laughs> Southampton, listen, they've no home wins this season. Never no hope wins. No away wins this time season. Time for Everton. Or will their fans be gone time for Everton in a different way? No, you don't need that excited. Them. <laughs> I mean, Romeo said Everton aren't playing very, I mean, understatement to the Everton Thank aren't playing you, very well. And uh, it's an opportunity for us to to beat them. Why don't our players ever talk with that kind of brashness? It's not allowed to. Have you ever seen anyone do anything that's out of, out of sync? When was the last time anyone gave an interview about Coleman? Is it, oh, we did one last week. Look at the Eastern one. This week and last week. What did he say? This the, week was we're all going to get. The training work is fantastic. We're all going to get behind. He did the Le Le Rallying Call. <laughs> Listen, the Marco Silva fans for you 
We'll tell you that since the last international break, Everton have won two games, drawn one and lost one over a four-game period. Is that a death run ever? <laughs> Sounds dead consistent. So, I mean, if he was to win, what? Yeah, then if Everton are to win at the weekend, Saturday night, he'll have said from the last international break, I've won three out of five games, and we're in the quarter-final yeah. of a cup. We've only lost one, and the other game was against Spurs, and we were harshly done to. So ever and we and the only game I've lost, VAR basically robbed me yeah. of winning. Mm-hmm. Well, I know I, I but, agree what you're saying. But, but the flip the, side to that is, if we lose, no. But if you if he did win on Saturday and then six weeks time, you're only going to end up back in the same situation because I can almost guarantee. Is he done it. for you, Ant? Is he? No, no, no. Come on. He's done is he me. done? Yeah. Is he reason, done? No matter reason, what he can do. No, the he, he reason is because it's inevitable. It, it does If he wins three games in the bounce, now I can guarantee almost that there'll be another ten-game run in a couple of months' time where exactly the same happens. It's inevitable. Is he simply not good enough for Everton? I don't think. I don't opinion. think he's the right man now. I what don't think he's good enough for Everton either. What are you forgetting, Gary? Two wins. Two wins, Gary. Can get you top, top five, Gary. That's what you forget. Who's Gary? That's what you forget, <laughs> Gary. You've got to remember this, Gary. Top five. Two wins. We've won two games all season. <laughs> we have. I mean, we literally have. I know. We've won barely. We've won more than Wolves, and Wolves are above us. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> considering they play extra games every week yeah. as well. I'm just saying. God. We've still won more games, don't we? Uh, I, think, I think that tells I you think about the, the pro- points. I, tells you about the do league. Do you know what? I, at the end of the day, day, no matter what my thoughts are, Marcos, I want us to win Saturday, no matter what. Yeah, it keeps the margin the job or not. I know there's people out there who probably wish we lose. Well, we are. Rid of I've seen, I've which is just... If we're in the relegation zone and you want a new manager, that's a tough. You know, you know what I mean. It's still. I'd rather go. But Everton probably won't replace him unless they lose at the weekend. So no, I agree. they may have to be in the relegation zone. To but then, replace that's, him. but then to me, why do you need an excuse to? No, you should. Shouldn't you? Shouldn't like Liverpool when they got rid of Rodgers? Well, of course, just say, listen, listen, this is not working. We feel there's a better person out there. You know, that can do this job. Let's just change it up and freshen it up because it's not working. You should, you shouldn't need your house on fire to get no exactly. new wallpaper, should you? Is wallpaper the equivalent? Because isn't, isn't wallpaper a bit more? Wouldn't it be Animators, something it's like electricity yeah. in your house? Something that you need to really make you your house wallpaper. Do you think well, you, you do. Think you can wallpaper survive without wallpaper. Could you really survive without electricity? I can understand wallpaper more than I can understand Marco Silva. <laughs> And to be fair, I prefer watching wallpaper sometimes than what. Than All right, let's team. come to you, Ped, because you don't seem to have any issue with sitting on no, the No, I mean, why, why would you? Why so would fuming. you? Why would you? Right, so we're due replacing at the weekend, regardless uh, of no. the results. We're going into. We're going. Do Everton manager this mug? We're going into an international the, break. The problem is who, repl- right time who replaces him. That's the problem. Mm. I, I, don't, I don't honestly. I, I'm, I'm the same as Andy what he's saying there 18 months I've got no clue mm. what his philosophy, philosophies are uh, what he represents I don't think he how he takes a team listen I don't know anything I, and that doesn't matter I watch the football and it's just rubbish and I watched them last week not defend the club not defend his players I don't, I don't it would, it, I've said this loads of times. Mm. It wouldn't bother me no, one bit, that, but it's who would replace him. But I, so I what, wouldn't actively want us to lose games f- for him to no, lose no, his I'm job. Asking you, do you want to lose? What I'm saying is, two, the two questions here for this, for this then, yeah, right, is how long do this you has been going, going on? That's Charlie Puth, isn't it? Um, do you give? No, it's Mike and the mechanics. I'm thinking of Charlie. No, that's a. Don't try me, don't try me, That's a. I know. Listen to Bad Trying to get down with the kids. I love Charlie. I like Charlie Puth. Him and Wiz Khalif had a great song. 
Hello. Poot. Charlie Poot is shant. Listen. Yeah, we, how long? Do you blue actually? Uh, Bas going on on his skateboard. Hello, fellow youngsters. No, hey, Tom Davis. On, escape, on, on a scooter, not a skateboard. Need something to hang on. Tom Davis told me to do a kickflip. Listen, hey Tom, I really like your tracksuits. I've got one the same, but, but it's an original. So mine's a, a naff naff. How long? Is, remember naff naff? How long? Has this been going on? How it's, long? It's like what do kind you of give? Human? No, no. Listen to me. How long? Can you do you give a manager nowadays and expect forget about results? What are your expectations no, of the manager? Just listen, no, that's what I'm saying. That's what you're yeah, trying to so say. I'm saying because when a manager gets a job, everyone goes needs two years at least to turn this yeah. around. Well, well, all of this manager would sit here and say, "Well, I'm going about sixteen months or seventeen months." So, <laughs> and you're in the, and you're in fourth and bottom. No, no. So how long? It's gone backwards. Is is that a relevant a relevant question anymore? The manager needs no. two, three years now no. to turn this around. No, but if, you, if you're going to say I need two years, right, you need to say, well, all right, these are the signs that we're getting in place. We just need a couple more players to add to it. There's no signs there. But, and it's like it, it's like a slow death. And I'm not saying that, like, you know, he should be replaced. He should, should be replaced now, but it's just... I'm not what, saying he should be replaced. No, it's, I'm trying to put <laughs> he should be replaced now. No, I'm trying to put this to what are they expecting to happen by yeah. giving them consistently? Three? What's going to happen? What I what, what is he going to matter? They think we're, they probably think we're going to click and win five it's games. Not, it's on not them. happening. That's what they. Think. We're just going to get nip. We might nick results here and there, but mm. we're never going to get to where. What we I really would say is though, is that we haven't gone, we haven't gone backwards from Allardyce's era. We've gone backwards from Silver's first season. Mm, doesn't that tell, tell you enough? You finished the first season really strongly. We all give them the benefit of the doubt. We said, you beat these teams, you've done, that's got you to the end of the season. Now go and build on that. And he mm-hmm. hasn't. But then people go, oh, we haven't got Garner anymore. Well, he spent loads of money in the summer. But he, he must have known summer. that he wasn't going to have Garner. It, it didn't was... matter whether he, he... One player shouldn't be your whole team, though. This no, was no, like but... Lukaku leaving, on it? We knew yeah. in February, the minute he, he phoned his mum and she said... The minute he said... That's it. But you know what we should have done? No, we should have called. Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones, come on. So when, when when Lukaku said he wasn't signing the contract, Everton knew then that he was leaving. So we had from February until the end of July when Ron went to, to find ask, the replacement. So to ask Olivier Giroud to come to yeah. Everton. But to actually find a, a like-for-like almost for Ron yeah, yeah, Lukaku, yeah. who happened to just be playing at Celtic. Yeah, we did, yeah. Got, and we could have got for 15 million, and we didn't. So is this the same thing we're saying? Then we knew we knew in January that Garner was going yeah. in the summer. Garner's performance has meant that PSG were going to come back yeah, and he was brilliant. So we have from January until August when he went. Don't forget he only went in August to find. Now Gabamon was brought in as that, but should we have also brought? Should we have brought two in? Yeah, like John. We, did, we brought Delph in though. Delph, so we might ball. argue with that. But like, the point being, you is can't keep saying I haven't got this. But you bought two midfielders. Yeah. So at the end of the day. Whether you, managers always want more. You so it's time. It's time. I mean, Roy Keane said the other week, and I suppose Mourinho kind of agreed with him. Time is nonsense, really, for a manager. A manager needs results. You, time doesn't. You need to sow something and start, mm. start, start the this as they say, and start threading things in because. We just run it. It's game to game. You don't know whatever they're going to say. Every win, you go. Oh, we won, great, yeah. But then you go the next week. It's completely different. But you need a you need a default setting. Said this yeah, from day one. You need a default it. setting. You need to be able to. And you know what? That Spurs performance was a bit like a default setting. If that's what you went back to when you weren't playing well and you did, you had injuries, you'd go. 
Well, that's a way of getting points yeah, yeah. by hook or crook in some games. And we haven't got a default setting. We're either one thing or another. And we're very rarely the, the one thing which is good. We're just the other. Where I, it's like, Aah! My biggest telltale sign for me now is that I can't get any real enthusiasm for what we're doing and that's a worry to me because for a minute I didn't think you had any way of stringing a sentence together never mind well, there you go I'm trying to formulate it without throwing songs in or, or you know going to other voices but to think the thing is it's that, I mean, yeah. but the problem and that's the problem for me is that I look at it and go where are, games with hard. where are the things we're playing games with my you did right, high then right with falsetto with do, where good will play, we good be player. in four weeks? Where will yeah. we be in six weeks? Where will we be in eight weeks? Oh, same position. I can see this. And now I, I look at it and go, I don't know. I said to you before, I honestly don't know. I even look at our players now and just go, I don't know how you lot are going to get something going that's mm. going to get us to be. Put it this way, enough, right? But Put it this way. Dead, this is a dead simple metric. Dead simple metric. It's if we go in, yeah. If we go into another international weekend, the second in the row. And we're in the bottom three. And that's it. I mean, I, I, I can't give you any simpler metric than that. Do you see us being top half any time in the next six weeks under Marcus Silva? Well, the thing what I would say about well, we that could, is... Because we could win Saturday yeah, and Norwich and we won't what I, I was going to say, that's what I was going to say, is that we'd just be... If we're going to get away from the bottom, we'll we'll just as quickly get in the top half because there's not much of a gap. At mm. this moment. At this moment. Crap. But we've got to get those wins. But that's the problem. We've got to get those. But we've got to get those wins. To because I mean, listen, everyone's writing off December. I don't think it's going to be that simple. No, I teams have injuries. Teams have look at will be looking at other competitions or whatever. It's not been that simple. And we've got games at home. It's not like you can just write them all off. So does this feel to you? Sorry, does this feel to you like me off mid flow? Go on, sorry. He's rapping. I can't even remember now. Like, does this feel to you like when we replaced when Allardyce came in? So you looked at it and went, Everton, because he loves to tell you we were 6-17 when he took over, even, even though game, we yeah. beat West Ham and climbed up. But by, by the time Saturday night came, we were ninth. Because we'd won yeah. two games. But this, this, is, this is, what, is why I didn't want Allardyce in no, the first place. Saying, no, but this, this, is, this is the problem, though, is that when we sacked when we sacked Koeman and we bought, obviously, it was like a month in, mm. month, and we got to the end of the month and then we bought Sam, it felt like you knew there was going to be, there and had to be. Well, why can't that happen? And this is why I'm worried about Southampton, because they've had their 9-0, and that almost feels like that that bringing a new manager again. and that starts again. I don't know, or don't know if the, the club feel like we have to have that. It feels like someone should be saying to him, You've got to change this now. Something has got to change mm. or you are getting the sack. And that should be the kick up the arse for every single player and every single member of staff to say, you're going to lose your jobs. And some of you players mightn't play under a new manager. So that should be... I don't know if, if as a club... Because I've heard you say it. I've heard both of you say, we're not going to get relegated. No I honestly... But I've, seen, I've heard people go, there's no chance we'll get relegated. Mm. There is a chance we'll get relegated. I'm sorry to say, there is a chance we'll get relegated. There is. You can't say it. I can't say it. No, but maybe that's because I don't, because I see it's changed the margin. But that's the this. point. You don't see it. I, I do see it. You know why I see you it? see it every year. Because we're all... No, no. Because <laughs> we're already a quarter into the season, right? And we've won three games. And yes, you, mm. can, you can quite rightly say, but there'll be, there'll be three teams better than us. If we don't get... 
if we don't get out of that bottom half of the table in the next in the next um, month, then what'll well, happen? Right, you'll stay. What, down what'll happen then. is you'll stay down it's there, exciting, though, and then it? the pressure builds. The pressure builds. You're more likely to win a game if you're sitting in like tenth place and there's nothing on the game because you're thinking, "Oh, we'd be sound going win this game." Mm. But suddenly, when that, when that, you feel like you've got to win a game. Have you got the players to win those games? We've got soft players who are who are happy to play teams who are in the top half because actually there's no pressure on them. We're not. We haven't got the kind of players who are gonna who are gonna dig in for you. So over the next month. We've got to get out of that area, but if we don't get out of it in the next month, then I can see us being down there all season, and then that then that worry because it's only five it's only five points now to get to like fifth place. Mm. That, but that's like saying when we played Villa, oh we could go second today. That ain't gonna be there. For, yeah, that ain't gonna be there forever. No, we've got to, These results have got to come now, and I just wonder whether anyone at the club understands that, or are they just going? Yeah, but it, oh, like we, we lost another one. Oh, hey, we lost another. Luckily enough, we've got a manager who's been involved in relegation battles previously. Well, so we're lucky in that sense. You've still got. We've got a. Yeah, we've got a win, one in three. Yeah. So to what? stay up. To stay up. All right. Right. So forget about whether you think. Look at that. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. You should, well, we could no. Quite easily Cur- win three. Currently. Now the problem is though, we are, everyone. I guarantee everyone's saying we're going to beat Norwich. I. Everyone's showing we're going to beat Norwich because Norwich are open. Norwich could turn up and battle us. Because they could they score goals. Now the defence is terrible, so we should score goals I against think them. We could beat them seven though. We could do. We could do. But we and tend we to play down to the level of the opposition. I still think we'll batter not. If we beat Southampton, they're open. If we beat so Southampton, if they come and put play the low block. Isn't it weird though that we can't beat teams that are not that are just playing those basic players? That, well that's a worry. If we beat Southampton, then we'll go into that Norwich game flying. Yeah. We'll have drawn one, won one. We won't we've only lost one game in the last four. And we'll go, and we'll, the pressure will be off, and, and we'll fe- we'll beat them because the pressure will be on Norwich, right? But it's like this weekend that you're going into the match, and there's all the pressure should be on Southampton, but yeah. it's not. It's on Everton as well, and our players have got to go down to this game and just go. You know what? Dig in. Got to dig dig in. in. Be hard to beat. Don't them. concede a stupid goal and take your chances, and we should be better. But that's not worst case works. scenario. We can't lose the game. We can't. Worst case, no, he, because he loses if we, his if, job if, if we lose the game, exactly. There's not, I, I don't even listen. That defender than people know, but he'll be indefensible on Saturday night if Everton lose. In my opinion, I, I think to be honest, we're at the stage now where, like I've just said to you, you know what me I can't well? see it getting the much performances better. Performances don't indicate that we're ever going to be like you know. You know when you go, we're playing well, it's going to turn around. We're not playing well no. at all. No, there's no, there's no shape. There's no pattern, and there's no. I don't think we can look at it and go. If we just uh, sooner or later we're gonna start scoring yeah. goals, it's because we're playing well. We'll take these chances. We're having chances, but I don't know. We've never seen sustained pressure apart from the West Ham game. It was sustained pressure. Yeah, we don't have it. We just do sustained pressure. It's it's a lot of Brighton's control. Brighton's really worried me to be honest. Yeah. This one, Tottenham was just a terrible game, and yeah. they were terrible. And I know that they're a good side, but they were, they're terrible this yeah. season. But the what the game that's really worried me more than any is Brighton because Brighton. not even not even the way. Not even the fact we lost the game, just the way we played yeah. against, in my opinion, a very basic side. People have told me they're a good side. They're not. The garbage, Brighton, mm. absolutely garbage. And we lost the game to them with when we were two one up with ten minutes to mm. go, and we hadn't played well that day either. Yeah, We'd yeah. control the game. We had all the ball, mm. but we just again that intensity and that pattern of play that was there seven days before mm. to such great effect. I don't know how you can have. Loads of intensity at home and go away and have no intensity at all yeah. and just rely on passing the ball around. I don't well, understand. That's what it comes down to, isn't it? 
you don't control a game if you if you're not having shots on target. I'm going around and pressing people. people like Mourinho have made careers off other teams having the ball yeah, yeah. it doesn't mean anything well I think yeah. people say Mourinho has but let's no, forget you know he has I'm, scored he's no, scored 100 goals in the season but what I'm saying is though is that you, you could at a basic level Mourinho could always revert back to a team having the, the ball thing. a team having a lot of the ball doesn't isn't an indication well, of what, them the being a better, better team mm. so it's what you do anyway. with the ball when you've got it in it. And this feels like this much. has been the longest podcast has, in the yeah. world. Sorry, so yeah. Probably Let's, better wrap it yeah. up. Apologies if you still listen. Trimmer used to buy the Guinness Book of World Records. Me nan every year for yeah, Christmas for yeah, me. Yeah, that's great. Mm. But you yeah. never read half of it. I was. It was you just flick through and look at like a giant spider. spider. Yeah, I remember that one. Snake. Do you remember those 3D cover? I do, yeah. yeah. You wouldn't. You probably didn't get the Guinness Book of Records then. I'm going to finish it here because these two have just lost the I haven't said a word. I know, to be fair. I haven't said anything. You've been talking for the last hour and a half. Right, thanks for listening. This has been the Toffee TV podcast, episode 13. It's had a bit of everything, even a bit of aqua. Thanks for listening and watching. If you are on Patreon, if you want this as an exclusive video, get over to to Patreon. Otherwise, you're listening to it, so... See you next week. Come on, Bobby, let's go party. <laughs>